Hello and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Takedown, a Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast focused on South Dakota State Wrestling. Once again, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jordan and Alex, and our special guest tonight is 184-pounder Bennett Berge. Today we're going to talk to Bennett a little bit about the season so far and a little bit more about who he is. Guys, how are you doing tonight, Alex? I'm well. How are you, Chad? How are you, Jordan? Not bad, Jordan. I'm doing great. One day closer to the race season and one day closer to watching the Jackrabbits wrestle again. Bennett, how are right. you doing? Doing good. Um, thanks for having me on and uh, I'm excited to talk a little, about, little bit about uh, myself and SDSU wrestling. So let's hear a little bit about you here, Bennett. Um, your hometown is Manterville, Minnesota. What's that town yes. like? Um, so I'm from a pretty small town in Minnesota, uh, Manorville, and it was Cass and Manorville was the high school. Um, Manorville is about a thousand people, and Casson is about six thousand. And so um, I grew up in a small town, pretty similar to Brookings, honestly. Just Brookings is scaled up a little bit. Um, and yeah, our, our high school program, um, from a wrestling standpoint, was um, pretty solid. Uh, we, we won four, well, I won personally two team state titles. Um, and so we, we were ranked in the country probably every single year of my high school career. And, um, I was lucky to grow up around some amazing high school coaches and have some really good partners to train with. So talk about that a little bit, um, you know, your high school career, obviously very, very impressive. And how that led to you uh, coming to SDSU, you know, some of the club stuff you had, your connections there, obviously your brother's an assistant. Just talk about your, your recruitment in that process a little bit, if you would. Yeah. Um, so right when, when I was getting recruited, it was actually during COVID. And so um, I was kind of a year late on when I was able to take my visits. Um, and that kind of delayed things a little bit, I would say. Um, but Damien was actually one of the first coaches to call me um, on, on the opening day. He called me pretty early in the morning. And so um, talking to him, it's, it's hard not to be interested. Um, <laughs> we probably had a 30-minute conversation. And, um, That's it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he's, he's just a good guy, and so it, it's hard to, hard to not consider um, something like that and looking up and down the lineup it's like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go go to a place and they got Kay DeVos and they got Tanner Sloan right on it'll be on both sides of me in in the uh, lineup and so right there that's two partners um, and look at the coaching staff what I have for partners on the staff as well and so that played a big part um, my club coach in in high school was Jared Lawrence and he was teammates with Damien and I think roommates with Damien in college. And so there was another connection. Um, I knew, I knew I couldn't really miss with, with Damien Hahn at South Dakota state. And so that was a big reason, um, for me coming here. And the last thing, I mean, they, they hired my brother like a month before I committed. And so, um, I've always been close with my family and, um, you know, when Brady joined the staff, I, I was already considering this place, before he joined the staff and when, when he joined the staff, it was kind of like, all right, I, th I, I think that's the place 
place I should be. Right on. So you had five five consecutive titles at Minnesota, right? Yes. And you ended up in weight class of 195. Is that correct? Yeah, my senior year I wrestled 195. W- were you wrestling up or did you have to um, come back down? to? So uh, my senior year I was at 82 most of the year. Um, okay. And then me and actually he's my teammate here as well, Kale Winya. Um, mm, yeah. we, we flip-flopped. And so he dropped down to 82 and I went up to 95. And uh, – it, it it helped our team out, um, gave us a, a little more of a fighting chance to win a team title. Um, we didn't win it, but, uh, yeah, so th- that was the reason I was wrestling 95. Right on. You're muted, Jordan. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're muted, Jordan. While he unmutes himself. No, go ahead, then. Okay, so – um, through your career, you had 241 career victories in high school, and your last three seasons, you only won one match or only lost one match, and then three seasons. So, was it a little bit of a different taking coming to college? Where, I mean, you were a stud coming straight in as a freshman, but having to take that redshirt year and kind of wrestling some other studs and opens and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think. I'm probably speaking for more than just myself, but red shirts year red shirt years aren't really they aren't easy. Um, you aren't competing at a consistent basis. Um, you're not the guy, and so the last last two two and a half months of the season, you're kind of you're kind of a training partner for um, the rest of the guys on your team. And I've really never been in that situation in my whole my whole life, and so that was the hardest thing about the season. I think last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I came into to college, I, I was a, a pretty solid recruit for SDSU and, um, you know, I think this year, just, just having that consistent competing schedule, being the guy is, um, definitely played a factor in my confidence and, uh, helped my wrestling. Yeah. And maybe we'll touch on something else here that maybe helped with some of that, um, but a lot of our listeners probably know, but not all of them. Um, you're actually very, very accomplished freestyle uh, international wrestler as well. Uh, world silver medalist, U20. Talk about that experience. What what have you learned through your international career? You've been able to carry over to Scholastic. Um, what was that experience like, has been like? Obviously, that's still ongoing. If you Speak yeah. to that a little bit. What do you enjoy about it? What's different? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think uh, wrestling is a very uh, unique sport because there's three different styles. Um, I don't think there's another sport in the world that has three different uh, seasons or I guess you or two different seasons um, like wrestling does and two different completely different styles. And so I've I've enjoyed freestyle my whole life. Um, I've probably competed freestyle since fourth, fifth grade uh, and these past two summers i i was lucky enough to to make two two world teams and uh go travel across the country to compete and i mean i i enjoyed every bit of it and i tried to uh take in every moment that i could um but yeah it, it was an awesome experience thanks thanks to jwc supporters and and stuff like that for allowing that uh to happen because I mean, without without that, 
it, I'm I'm having to fund that myself, and so uh, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, freestyle is pretty cool, and it sounds like it's your your favorite style, right? I mean, you prefer um, that over? Yeah, I mean, I I probably enjoy freestyle the most. Um, I yeah, I, I probably enjoy freestyle the most. And then the coach that went with you this last summer, who, who went with you on that trip then? Um, so Brady and Simez went with me down to wow. Chile. Chile. Um, that was the Pan American uh, Championships. And then – what's oh, up? Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. And then me me and Brady uh, traveled to the World Championships, and then Coach Han came over like a couple of days later. And so, yeah, I had two coaches down at at both places, and so it was awesome. And for people that aren't aware, that's not going to be much of a vacation. You probably don't see much of Chile, right? You see the inside of an arena and and wrestling mats the whole time, probably. Yeah. Luckily, this year, actually, when we went to Jordan, um, we had – I competed. And then – or after I competed, we had a day to kind of uh, go, go do what we wanted before we left. And so me and my family, um, we, we went to the Dead Sea. And so that was a pretty cool experience. It, it's where you can't you can't sink, and so it's like you try and push yourself down, and it just pops you right back up. Um, it was interesting. We have a question here that somebody wrote in, and um, he said, "How easy slash difficult is it for you to transition from one style to another style?" Um. I wouldn't say it's necessarily difficult. I think it just takes a little time. Um, there's just a few different rules, uh, like, you know, the the continuation out of bounds, stuff like that, where, hey, I get in on a double leg. I can't just get up and start running you out of bounds. I got to finish on the mat in folk style and in freestyle. I, I can run them out. Um, so I think it just takes time. Like, you're on the mat, or at least if you can, if you compete a couple times, a couple weekends in a row, um, I think it's that helps a lot um, in the room. If you're wrestling folk style for a month, I mean, you're, you're transitioning pretty pretty quickly. Do you have a follow-up to that, Jordan? Or otherwise? Uh, so uh, something else that you won in high school that I was going to touch on here, it's kind of a little bit off the freestyle stuff, but maybe it all comes back to everything. But you were the Dave Schultz High School excellence award winner um what exactly is that award and what did that all entail um, to become that? yeah so i think there's regions um throughout the country and so i'm pretty sure i won the uh midwest region um dave schultz award and so it, it's it's basically an award for um the, the the best high school wrestler in that region and so um yeah i was i was very grateful to win that award and um, I think Brady, Brady won that award as well. And so it, it's pretty cool to, to, to do that, to, to do that too. So that's a, it's a name that's been brought up a few times now and you figure, <laughs> had to figure we get to it sooner rather than later. Um, so most that don't know, I think we mentioned already, but Bennett's brother Brady is one of the assistant coaches on the staff. What's that like? How, how do you separate? And you, you talked about he travels with you, so obviously you value his input some yeah. of the international stuff. Yep. How how do you flip that switch? How do you draw that line when you guys are going at each other in the room? Is it 
just like in the living room 15 years ago all over again. What's what's that like being coached by your brother and having to deal with him right, wrong, or otherwise every day? Yeah, um, I wouldn't say there's really a line like uh, it, it, he's always my brother, and that like that's yeah. not that's not going to change, and it, it doesn't really switch from brother to coach. Like um, like it, it, I don't see the difference like between him being my brother and him being my coach, um, and so th- that's pretty cool. Um, and our relationship is is amazing like um i mean obviously it's it you, you can't change a brother brother relationship it's it's different from all my relationship with the coaches and so um he does he does a really good job of balancing that too i think um of when to give me input and when to be maybe a little harder on me um and he i think he struggles to be harder on me and uh the other coaches try to try try to get 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 that into him a little bit but um yeah it's awesome uh he was he was a big part of the reason i decided to come here and um i wrestle with him once or twice a week and so um yeah he's 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 amazing so if he's not being hard enough on you that's what cam's for right yeah if i need it (laughs) so seth seth fisher asks who wins Big brother, or little brother, and and you guys aren't exactly the same size, right? So yeah, I'm a little bigger than he is. Um, yeah. Now he, uh, when I wrestle him, I win, but I don't know if that's because he's my coach and he's trying to trying to let Other me win and gain some confidence, or if uh, or if that's because I'm actually beating him. So so who's better at hand fighting, him or you? Because uh, he's pretty well known for that, right? Yeah, like he's his... he's a pretty solid hand fighter. He could get me pretty tired if he wanted to. And and one other thing. So he was gone for a little bit of the la- last year yeah. too, right? You want to uh, talk two, about that? Two years ago. Was that two years ago? Already? Yeah. That long already? Oh, oh gosh. Jeez. Yeah. So he uh he took the job. I was a senior in high school. That's right. Yep. And oh, then yeah. Sorry. He, uh, right. he was here for half a year and then he actually the funny story about that. He uh when that happened, he called me at like ten thirty at night. And uh, he called me. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about going to c- compete again. Um, and he's just like, just so you know, like, I'm coming back. Like, don't don't, uh, don't think I'm he going anywhere. In, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, it, it was just kind of cool to, to see him go do something that he didn't want to regret later in life. And so, um, yeah, yeah I, I think he, he made the right decision with doing that. Agreed. Not only – you can go, Alex. I say I know all of us here, as I'm sure you already knew, watching the national tournament. It was SDSU guys and Brady Berge because he, yeah, he still was SDSU guy. Yeah. I mean, he just wearing a yeah. Penn State singlet. So <laughs> yeah, it it was a pretty cool thing to see him do. Um, I don't know if that had been done very many times yet. Um, with a guy leaving and coming back, and he was feeling healthy, and so he he wanted to go do it. So it was cool. Not that you ever really probably questioned your decision to come SDSU, because like you said with Han and everything, but did that make you more glad on your choice that you had a coach that allowed that to happen to somebody in your family, knowing what it meant to him? Oh, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, Coach Han is he, – he's an awesome dude, and I, I've said that probably many times already, but, um, I mean, when you let a guy go, go do what he wants to do um, – 
and tr- trust that he he's going to come back is is pretty cool. Um, I mean, he I think Coach Hahn would do that for any of the guys. It's something like that for any of the guys on our team. And, um, yeah, that was awesome. Hey, Ryan. Happy to see you on here tonight, bud. So this one maybe, yeah, good to see you, Ryan. Uh, this maybe ties back to some of the international stuff because obviously you're pretty young in your NCAA career here. Um, but what what's some of the coolest environments you've gotten to be a part of as a competitor? You know, big crowds, unique arenas. What, what's yeah. some of the coolest things you got to experience that way? Oh, boy. You um, can't cop out and say Frost because we all know that's an awesome wrestling environment. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. The One of my favorite environments um, – was actually this year in, in Sanford, uh, Pentagon. Um, that that place was, was sold out. What I think we had like twenty three hundred people. Yeah. Um, it kind of gave it a small gym feel, um, and we we beat Michigan. And so, um, yeah, that, that was. I thought that was an amazing environment. Um, the environments at the World Championships are cool. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's packed, and so there's probably four hundred people um 500 people there uh but they really they do a good job of getting the lights going and um just just a good environment that way and but the pentagon is probably one of my favorite duels so far probably doesn't hurt that you you know wrestled the guy that was 11th in the country and got a major on him right yeah that helps (laughs) yeah and and anytime you beat a big brand name and michigan's a brand name household but also in wrestling too um yeah that was that was pretty cool um i was gonna ask you i I don't think we specifically have talked about what you're going to school for and and i know that coach han's pretty big on scholar you know being a good scholar and and you guys do pretty well with that so why don't you tell people a little bit about that yeah um so i'm majoring in construction management and so i uh i grew up around construction my whole life and it's something i've been interested in and, and have enjoyed doing. Um, I've my dad and mom own a own a uh, general contracting company, and so I've helped them out with things my whole life, just doing small small tasks around their their houses that they're building, and even my house. And so, um, yeah, that, that's that's my plan in the future um, is to do something in construction and hopefully coach coach some wrestling at some point too. So kind of following in your dad's footsteps pretty pretty much in a way. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So back to your coaching wrestling a little bit in your footsteps. I was on, I think, Instagram the other day, and I didn't know anything about this, but are you and your bro- brother kind of doing like a private like, um, lesson so, around here? Or what's going on with that? So my brother Brady, he's running a um, – he's running a, a wrestling club kind of out of our facility. And so it's called Bergy elite wrestling Academy. And, um, yeah, he's, he's gotten, it's just him. It's not me. Um, okay. he's gotten really good numbers and, uh, he, he does that in the summer. And so it gives him something to do and he enjoys, enjoys coaching obviously. And so, um, yeah, I think it'll be good for the state of South Dakota for sure. Very cool. What's some of kind of to piggyback off that? Obviously, Minnesota is 
very, very good high school wrestling state. Yeah. Not that South Dakota is not, but what, what are some things you see just working with kids, you know, a little bit, whether it's JWC or helping your brother out, what are some things, maybe we got some kids listening. What are some really things they should work on if they're trying to get to where you're at your level? They're trying to be world medalists, you know, ranked collegiate wrestlers. What yeah. Um, those types I, of things. I mean, I think the state of South Dakota, they, I mean, we, they have really some really good high school wrestlers as well. And um, I'm not saying that at all, uh, but. No, and I'm not trying to paint you. Yeah, in the corner yeah, there. yeah. Uh, but I think the biggest difference between a state like Minnesota and a state like South Dakota, I mean, I think we know Minnesota is probably uh, better than South Dakota. Um, is Numbers help. Yeah, oh, number, numbers sure. do help. Um, but I think wrestling all year round, um, having clubs that have kids training all year round and going competing, I think that helps um, just, just bring in uh, – I mean, it more wrestling equal like you're just going to be better, and so um, I think competing all year round is very useful for high school kids, and so um, I think that's the biggest thing. So you're saying when I used to hate in the summer having football practice and freestyle wrestling practice, but that was my coach was probably onto something. There is what you're saying. Yeah, that's probably a good idea at the time. I was way late to the wrestling game. Speaking of that, did you when I was when I I'm a little older than everybody here, but when I was wrestling, you know, the guys we looked up were looked up to were like Dan Gable and Lincoln McElravey. Who who was on your radar as far as, you know, studs above you? I mean, you can use your brother, obviously, but yeah, uh, that's maybe too easy. Uh um, I think a guy that I've looked up to probably for the last eight eight years ish, uh, six, six to eight years is David Taylor. Um, I, I try and incorporate a lot of the things that he does in his wrestling into mine. And, uh, I've actually been out, been out to state college and, and trained with him a little bit. And so, um, that makes it easy to look up to someone when you, when you have a little bit of a relationship with them. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. What? I mean, I'm going to guess that you've been out to Penn State duels with your brother being on the team. Is that, or like when he was, is that true? Have you been out um, there? I've actually never been to a duel um, out there just because I was competing and I was traveling. Um, I got to go to one duel, which was against Minnesota. And so I, I, I've been out there a lot um, in the summers. Um, I went and lived with them for a little bit during COVID when I was online school. And so, um, I knew, I knew a lot about what they, they had to offer out there. And so, yeah, I, I, we, him and I both have good relationships with all their guys. Yeah. Um, what's it, what would you say? I mean, obviously coach Han's vision is a top 10 program every year. This year, you guys finally are in the top 10 in rankings. What would you say, like being around them out there is the difference that makes Penn state Penn state compared to what STSU has to do to get there? Um, the difference, um, I mean, I think the system that we're running right now is uh, is very similar to what, what they're doing. Um, I don't think 
much is different from the training perspective. Um, I think they, they do bring in better recruits, not saying that's an excuse of why we can't be better than them. Um, I mean, they're, they're the number one team in the country for the last Money. 15 13. years. Yeah. Well, I didn't start that heritage, they, right? They, they have the funds, but um, if you find the right kids, they don't, they don't really care about the money. Um, and Damn. I think, yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing is they, they, they bring in better recruits initially, but um, I, I, I don't want to use that as an excuse either. Um, I think we can, we can compete like team, like with teams like that in the future. So to kind of tie into that, you know, those of us that have obviously not competed at your level, but in this sport know that swagger confidence is huge. Um, so what are some things, whether it's your training, your mental prep, what are some things you do to get yourself right before either a big tournament, a big duel? Um, do you like to know about, I mean, I guess you get to college, you can't avoid it anymore like you could in high school, but do you like to know a lot about the kid you're going to face or am I just going to attack and wrestle my match? Talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I actually don't watch any film personally. Um, it's all, it's all Brady. And so uh, Brady will the day before he'll maybe mention a couple things to me. Um, and then right before the duel, he'll come up and kind of uh, just throw a few things at me to watch, watch against the kid. Um, and I, I, I like that. It's nice to, to have that um, just going into a match, knowing a little bit about the kid. Um, but to get ready for my matches, I actually, I don't listen to music. Like I listen to music outside of wrestling. Um, but when I'm about to compete, I, I uh, don't listen to music. I like to listen to the crowd and um, just kind of feel the environment more than I do blocking it out with music. Speaking of that, I got a quick hitter and then another one, but how amped does Clay's music get you? Does Clay's? My daughter loves it. I'm sure oh, she does. Sure she oh, does. His walkout song. His walkout yeah, song. Funny. Yeah. For, for those people that don't know, it's "You're Welcome," and I think it's sung it's by a, The Rock. Yeah, from it's a Moana, Moana song, right? Yeah, it, from Moana. It used Moana. to be uh, Aladdin before that. So. Yeah, it was Aladdin. It sounded much more circusy, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny. And uh, it definitely I, breaks the say, mood a little bit. I'm going to say the best <laughs> walkout song is definitely the Johnny Cash, but that's just my personal opinion. They, they just need to keep letting it run. But so we were talking a little bit about the differences between uh, SDSU and Penn State's program. Now, you, you said you've been out there quite a bit at State College, um, or at least enough that you know, know your way around. You've seen inside the room and stuff. How would you say now that we've got the new uh, – <laughs> the new f yeah. training facility and, and practice facility. Um, how would you say that that compares, you know, that, that awesome facility we got? How, yeah. how does that compare? Our, our facility? I, I have never been in a nicer facility. I mean, you're sitting in it, have. right? Yeah. I'm sitting in our, our facility right now. And um, I honestly haven't ever been in a nicer wrestling facility in my life. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really lucky. Um, I only had half a year in in the frost room, and so <laughs> did it smell um, worse than this one? <laughs> it sure did. Yeah, huh? Much worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the 
the vision that Damian Hahn came in with um, and how he raised enough money to build this place in three and a half, four years, whatever, however long it took him is, is insane. Um, it, yeah. It, it shows that if he has something in his mind, he can go achieve it if he wants to. And he did. Shout out to Frank Kurtenbach sure. for being the lead donor on that. Sure. Uh, is there any one thing in particular that you, you like the most about that? There? Um, I think, room maybe. I think just the biggest thing for me is just the mat space. Um, okay. when we were in frost, we were splitting practices and, mm -hmm. um, it just wasn't really an ideal for us as a team, um, to be doing that. So yeah, the mat space to me is the base, base deal. So this is a all sports kind of podcast like the J.I. is. What's yep. it like to watch the football games from the wrestling facility? Yeah, that's a pretty nice view from there. Um, yeah, we get everyone up here and um, have a few little snacks in here that we can snack on. And uh, it's nice to – yeah, it's, it's just nice to um, be able to do that uh, with – with our team and you can have the other college football games up on the screens that we have in here. So you're kind of paying attention to a little bit of everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That, you know, my season tickets for football are kind of right there. It always looks okay. like you guys are having a blast looking yeah. over that way. And, yep. um, bring us back to wrestling here. Um, maybe it's not a competition. Um, or it could be, I guess. What's we're about halfway through the year? What's the best thing you felt you've accomplished so far, and what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I mean, really, I don't think I've accomplished much. Um, not yet in my my college career. Um, I mean, your bonus rate is insane. Yeah, um, but but I think that's the most exciting thing is, hey, I haven't really accomplished anything, and so sure. it's like, hey, what do I got to lose? I mean, I, I don't have anything on my back. I don't got an All-American status. I don't have national championship status. And so it's like, hey, I can go I can go wrestle free. I can go try and light up the scoreboard. And uh, I'm, I'm most excited for the end of the year when it actually counts. And so that's kind of kind of the the way I've trying to been thinking about this year is um, these matches during the regular season is all preparing for big 12s national tournament and so um right now these matches yeah they count but they don't really count and so um just got to win the matches when they matter i mean they count in your seating into the big tournament yeah um, yeah that's for sure it it does seem to me like we're moving more towards freestyle in collegiate uh i think you could agree with that do you do you like mat wrestling at all yourself? I mean, if, if you're a freestyle guy, that's probably not what you probably not what you're fond of, right? Um, it's not you that like I don't leg ride. It's not that I like don't like mat wrestling. Um, I, it's never been my uh, my biggest asset. Um, hmm. I've always been best on my feet my whole life, and so um, yeah, the more we transition to freestyle, it's just going to benefit me more and more, and so of course I'm gonna. I'm going to be in favor of anything that makes it closer to freestyle. 
I, you know, that's an ongoing talking point, but I saw that someone was talking about on Twitter today. Should we make, I was just scrolling my phone while my daughter was watching Land Before Time. I know, great parent before I jumped on here, but uh, someone's asking, should women's wrestling go scholastic rules? And that was a bunch of the comments was, no, men's wrestling should just go freestyle. So I, I would take it you're in favor of that. Um, yeah, I would be in favor of that. I think, I think as a country, um, it would make sense just because I would assume it would help us on the freestyle stage, but also you, you see folk style helping us too. And the fact of, in folk style, you got to wrestle seven minutes and you you can't, yeah, you can't take a break. And so I think that plays a big factor in our success as team USA as well as um folks out helping in the conditioning factor so i don't really know um but i would be in favor of it yeah one one other real quick one before you go jordan do you think a reversal should be three points now because i feel like that should be the case now watching a couple matches and and, and still shouting too actually (laughs) are you asking me yeah yeah yeah. um i don't know i I'm not sure on that one. That's that's kind of a tough question. Um, it would make sense because it was they were both two in the past, um, but also they're trying to make uh, takedowns more rewarding, right? And so right um, that that rewards takedowns even more. So true. You like you said a minute ago, you're a wrestler, or you like to wrestle on your feet. How? Were you, or what is your opinion now that you've had it for a half a season? And what was your opinion when it first came out that they were going to be worth three points? Oh, right, right. When I heard, I was, I was like, let's go. Like that's, that's awesome. I, uh, I mean, that that only benefits me, um, the three point takedown. And so, yeah, when I heard that, that's that, that was an awesome change. I'll, I'll defer to Brock here. Um, you talked about it briefly, how you got, you know, two really good guys to learn from on either side of you. And for our audio-only listeners, Brock Golseth's asking, who are you scrapping with in practice? You've got some absolute hammers on both sides of you with Cade DeVos and Tanner Sloan. Um, you care to go into that in more detail, you know? Yeah. What, what are some things you're picking up from those guys? What are some things you're maybe looks you're able to give them? Give them? Talk through that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, um, I actually this season I haven't uh, in season I haven't wrestled with Sloan and DeVos too much. Um, we try and try and get with some of uh, the lighter guys this this year I have anyway. Um, but this past summer and last year, like I wrestled with Sloan or DeVos almost every day last year. And so, yeah, I pick up tips and tricks from those guys all the time and um I feel like one of the things I've picked up from Sloan a lot is the way he wrestles from the wrists. Um, he's, he's so good. He's I mean, it helps, when, it helps when you can <laughs> probably squeeze an apple with your hand. Um, but, yeah, some of the things he does with his with his wrists that I feel like I've picked up on a little bit. And so, yeah, those guys are amazing partners. That and his low single. I've never seen a dude consistently shoot a low single that smooth. Just yeah. Every time he can just he just gets to it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's sneakily athletic, and so he he doesn't move his feet a ton, but when he does, like he's actually really athletic, and so, um, yeah, he he he's he's good. 
So I I know like you're not going to be able to watch all the matches, but I imagine is there a point in the lineup before you, how many matches before you maybe, and then do you get to watch the matches after you in college wrestling? It's not always in order, but the past couple of duels, it has been. Yep. Um, yeah. So about, I watched 125, 133, and then uh, I watched 141 as well. And then at 149, I usually uh, go back into the locker room, get my laces tied up, um, kind of do everything I need to do. And then I come back out usually about 157, uh, watch the rest of that, and then intermission hits. And so um, in intermission, I, I usually do a little bit of a warm-up with my brother. And then after that, it's just all right. Now you're three matches out, and uh, get ready to wrestle. So, I think we should get rid of intermission. That's a personal belief. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have an opinion on that, to be honest. Got to sell popcorn and beer. I guess. Say you're, yeah. you're not a, probably a racing guy like the other three of us are, but we, we all affectionately know intermission as the beer and hot dog and tractor time break. Yeah. Well, now right. they got to prep the track every time. When I was a kid, they didn't do that bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> so, something cool that I've I've known because cool. I've traveled and everything with the team. But yep. you just talked about a little bit that you warm up with your brother yeah. during intermission a little bit. What coaches really at intermission usually go back and in their clothes or whatever warm somebody up? Like people don't even um, realize like what really goes on with our coaching staff and yeah it's just amazing how good they are and what they do yeah i i don't think there's very many coaching staffs that are like ours um i know there is a few just from a few of my brother's experiences um and yeah wrestling coaches i mean they're a little bit crazy to be honest um (laughs) they wrestle more times than i do a week and it's probably harder on their body than it is mine and so yeah but to have a coach um and a brother that hey i'm gonna wrestle you in my polo and khakis and um get you warmed up for your match like that's that that's just crazy to me um but yeah i got two quick hitters one maybe not so quick that stem off that um so most of us have never wrestled collegially especially at your level um what what does a coach say at intermission i mean it's not like football where you can give a halftime game plan adjustments i mean maybe you say so and so okay if we're still gonna win this duel you need to get bonus but what happens in the locker room at intermission is everyone keep to themselves coach han rally the troops some of both what's going on there um usually coach han comes in and um you know depending on how the duel is going is probably depending on what he's going to say. Um, if, if that team's, you can tell they're getting a little wore out, he's going to let us know, like, Hey, we got to push the pace. Um, just little things like that. Like there, a lot of teams wrestle pretty similar. Um, and so when he comes in there, it's, it, it kind of just depends on how those first five matches go on, um, on what he's going to say. But yeah, coach on usually, usually says something and, um, kind of just lets the guys that are going to wrestle focus focus on their matches, and that's kind of all you can do. For sure. And kind of, once again, tie in to piggyback off that. And 
maybe you don't know, and hopefully we'll get Coach on a show at some point this year, and I can ask him. But me, me and my buddy were sitting at the duel Sunday, just musing before it started. Why does he always choose to start at one twenty-five? Um, just I think uh, start at the beginning. Well, I think it's I think it's uh, TJ. I mean, sure. um, he, he's got a lot of a lot of trust in TJ. And uh, the whole team does. Um, I mean, TJ is probably the toughest kid on the team. And so when you can start a duel off by um, going out and pushing the pace on a kid and beat, maybe beating him in the third period or beating him in overtime or TJ gets on top and pins a kid, like um, that that's something that's going to kind of get us get us going sure. a little bit. Yeah. And so. set, set the tone, get the guys going, yeah. get off that energy. Makes sense. And obviously, TJ's a stud, and you guys yeah. all are. But One thing that I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit to help answer the question, too, is I know in the past it's kind of looked at as weight cut. TJ yep. don't have – TJ does a good weight cut. Usually 25-pounders got a cut. Let's get them off the scale right sure. away. Yeah. So we got the advantage sure. coming into 125. For sure. That and makes that's, sense too. I think I that's why you that. see teams not start at 25 is because of that. We got another question come in here from Brock Golseth, big wrestling fan. He he asked, can you speak of why you practice with lighter guys? Is it to work with different styles of wrestling, working with quicker guys? Um, To be honest, Brock, I uh, – I've been banged up a little bit at the beginning of the season is why I wasn't competing. And so um, that is a big reason for it um, to try and keep myself healthy. And um, if I'm healthy going into to March, I think that is the goal. So yeah, that that's the main reason. And um, yeah, yeah, I'll stick with that. So we were talking and, and I smiled and I was thinking because we were talking about TJ getting a pin and, and that made me think, how cool was the pin to find to finish the match on Sunday? Like how that was amazing yeah, was Luke, that? Luke Raz, uh, he's got a little funk to him, and um, yeah, that was a that was a pretty sweet splatter. <laughs> yeah, it was. I've never seen. I don't. That wasn't. I don't know how many times a heavyweight's got splatter. It wasn't even a typical splatter either. No, it wasn't. I don't, I don't. I don't know what position he was in, but that was not a typical splatter either. No, it wasn't. But hey, dude, the dude was tapping out. Yeah. I don't know if you saw I've that. Seen, yeah, I that guy that. was that guy was so humbled. Well, he, he was like he was flat for like dog. fifteen seconds. Yeah, I yeah. I like Jimmy Chen. He's he's a very good official. I I don't yeah. know if he didn't have a good angler or what. That that kid was stuck. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. he was plastered to the mat. Oh yeah. I got a question. His technique and that he's not on the right side for calling a pin some point, some points in the match. But well, and I, I anyway. can speak to that is you get you get turned around pretty easy. And oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's on the wrong side for the one guy. We haven't <laughs> pinned anyway. So how about we talk about academics a little bit? To me, college was way different than high school. Can you can you tell me has that transition been pretty good for you or is it? at least been quite different. How's that transition been for you for coming from high school, going to college? Yeah. Um, academically I, I do pretty well. And so, um, that transition wasn't like difficult. Um, it, I think the one thing that actually probably helped me a little bit just because college is so much on your own, um, is I was 
a year, year and a half online in high school because of COVID. Oh, sure. And so yeah, that makes sense. Um, doing that in high school and then um, kind of getting into college, it, se- it feels pretty similar. Um, and so I think that probably helped me, actually. And, yeah, academically, I, I, I do just fine in the classroom and um, stay on top of my work. And so, yeah, that's been a pretty easy transition. Right. Yeah. I was talking more about the being on your, on your own. And I never thought about COVID being a real decent way to transition from, you know, the in-class instruction to more of the learn on your own. So thanks. How did COVID work with your like high school wrestling schedule? Yeah. So uh, my high school, um, are you talking just wrestling wise or as my school? Like, the just like wrestling wise, like how much different was it to have to like prepare that way? Yeah, um, really my high school season, my junior year was like basically split in half, and so we started like after the first of the year, and then it was like a two, two and a half month season. Um, it was interesting, it was only duels, we didn't get any big tournaments. Um, our state tournament was downsized. Um, we didn't have to wrestle with mask on, which I know like Wisconsin did. And so that Jeez. was, that was a plus. That's horrible. That, that's so, cool. I, I have opinions. Never mind. Um, but yeah, that was a positive. Um, our school actually stayed, we stayed hybrid the entire time. And so I, I was in school the whole time. And so it was, uh, yeah, I, I think our school did a really good job of, um, getting getting through covid um and trying to keep the kids in school and competing and so yeah everything was pretty solid so you never did miss out on the state tournament or anything due to covid no i just missed out on matches um but yeah no i never never missed the state tournament luckily we did miss the ncaa's that year yeah we did right up your right up from you too that was a yep. sad year. Yeah, that, I, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, decide to bring it back to U.S. Bank at some point. Um, I hope so. It, yeah. It'd be cool to try it, I think. I think they'd be surprised how many people would show up. Oh, yeah, they would They would probably get close to selling that place out. I think so. I kind of drawing a blank here I'm sorry. you're drawing a blank <laughs> well I'll, I'll hit you with a really easy quick hitter is there a particular move that you have that's your favorite i mean not necessarily that you use a lot but sometimes a guy just has something that he likes like a i don't know fireman's or yeah a single or um my ankle pick was my mine. favorite is probably an ankle pick um just <laughs> yeah. just because it's a. Uh, like if you get it, it's gonna be a nice, probably quick finish, and um, and when it works, it's it's awesome, and it's very low risk, so you can hit it say. and back out of it. And so, yeah, that that's probably my favorite move. And that's why I liked it because as a heavyweight, low risk. You yeah. know, you don't want some guy fatting on your ass right away. So yeah. it's about the only way you can get a takedown as <laughs> a fat guy. What a so. We'll go touch on this season a little bit. You got two losses on the year. You said earlier in the year that – or earlier in this that you've been a little banged up to start the season. Um, both your losses have been pretty quality losses, I would say. The kid that 
beat you that first time. Uh, I'm drawing a blank here on what his name is. Uh, kid from NC State. You know, uh, I mean, he's not the starter, but he's a very solid yeah. second string against a very – there's a good, good guy in front of him there. Yeah. Uh, and then your other match was against Nebraska that you dropped. And uh, yeah. was there anything you would do different when you see Lenny in March that you got a game plan in your head to do different there? Um, I mean, yeah, but um, not anything crazy. You. Yeah, it's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, both both those kids are quality opponents, and uh, um, you know, the the first one was my first tournament, and I was four or five matches in, and um, you know, I I think I probably could have wrestled a little harder in that match, but um, it is what it is at this point. Um, and that that Pinto match, um, you know, maybe if I finished my shots, like I, I was in two or three times deep on a double leg and one time deep on a single leg. And, um, yeah, I mean, I finished those a couple of those or one of those, like it's a different match. And so not anything crazy that needs to change. My this, wife has a really, really important question. She just texted me. Uh, when you guys are traveling, who, who runs the ox? Who runs the ox? Um, usually, whoever's driving the van. Um, Coach Han, he usually doesn't run it. Uh, Brady, Brady will run the ox sometimes, and he does pretty well. Um, our trainer Jordan, he does a pretty good job. Um, but yeah, not nothing like uh, no specific person. Is it when Han? Uh, when Han runs the ox, does he still go true true crime podcast? Um, actually, Cody does. Well, they were together uh, the times so, I traveled. So, so when yeah. we drove from, uh, where did we drive? Oh, so on our way back from Virginia, we kind of had some travel travel issues, and so we ended up flying back to Minneapolis. And uh, when we drove from Minneapolis to here, um, Cody played a crime crime scene podcast the whole time and so that was i just put my headphones on and tried taking a nap but we're listening to some spotify or something coach Han would probably play michael jackson if if he was on the ox is that his jam huh yeah must yeah. be a wrestling coach thing we had like <laughs> three cds in our high school wrestling room and i shit you not two of them were michael jackson he got he's got some pretty good beats usually so that that's not bad. We like in the room. We play a lot of like, uh, it's like techno. Is that what you'd call it? Yeah, techno house music, maybe. Yeah, just, just like just straight beats and no no words. Yeah, EDM, so, I think they call that electronic dance music. Yeah. Well, it was Pantera when I was wrestling, so that I'm tells sure, you kind of how old I am. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you guys have something similar to Iowa's red flag days. We called ours black flag days in high school, but. Because of that, like I still get PTSD when Michael Jackson comes on. <laughs> so, so I have I have another one that's maybe a little bit different, but uh, you know we always set goals for for ourselves in life, and I, I'm sure you have too. So, what are maybe some of your short term goals, and then I think your long term goals probably obvious, but go ahead and and maybe spit out what what your goals might be there for 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 your wrestling career, obviously. Yeah, um, th this season, obviously, uh, my goal is 
my goal personally is to uh, to get on the podium and be All American National Champ contender. Um, and and uh, I think another one would would just be to help this team get where they want to be in the placings. If if I get on that podium, it's a lot of points um, for the team. And so to to put this team in the top ten creep into top five would be pretty sweet at the end of the year. Um, and I think we have the team that has the capability of doing that um, long term. Um, I mean, I want to be a national champion. That's that's my one goal through my four years of college. And if that happens this year, well, then I'm going to want another one. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's my main wrestling goals. I don't I don't really have too many goals after that. Um, we'll see how long I do compete. Um, I would assume it's probably gonna gonna be longer than just college, um, but I don't know. So one thing that we always touch on towards the end. Well, actually, I'm gonna touch on something else first. I got two things here. The first thing is you got a big match this weekend, number five in the country, yep. Sam Wolf coming in. Uh, What's the – what do you – do you do anything different the to, like, prepare for that or you just keep um, your head down and – Yeah, no, nothing. I mean, it's, it's another match um, at the end of the day. It's it's not the Big 12s or national tournament, and so we aren't going to change change what we do for me just because I got the big match this weekend. Um and so, yeah, it's it's going to be the same, pretty much the same thing I did last week, uh, since we had Friday duels both both weeks. And so, I'm excited. Um, I get to compete against the top kid and and do it in front of my home fans. And so, um, there's not really a better opportunity than that. So I will uh, take us, Chad. Let me put the comment up. Darn it! Sorry, uh, I keep trying to put it up with you. With with the help of Brock Golseth, I'll take us down the uh, rabbit hole here. And I, I actually don't know Brock personally, but I he's been a fan of the shows. I'd love to meet him in a football game or a duel here. So, Brock, you see me around, say hi. Um, but on that note, he asked how many times a year do you watch Vision Quest? None of the three of you know. This is extra funny because whoever, speaking of Ox, whoever was running the radio at work today, all of a sudden Lunatic Fringe came on. And I literally was thinking, I was like, I don't have anything to do tonight after the girls are in bed. Maybe I'll put Vision Quest on. So, how many times a year do you watch Vision Quest, Bennett? Um, I I'm not a huge movie guy, and so I wouldn't even say I watch it one time a year. Um, sure. but I have seen it multiple times, just not very recently. What's well, uh kind I, of on? Go ahead. I've had a few conversations with Brock, and he's he's a good dude. Um. Kind of, once again, I'll be the screw-off here, tangentially related. If anyone's never seen the Paul Giamatti win-win movie, if you're looking for a good wrestling movie, that one's pretty solid, too. It was an indie film, but that's a good one, too. We used to watch that on my team bus in high school because it came out about then, 2010 or so. So Nice. So I don't really see you as the kind of guy, but I know there's probably someone on the team that, that gets nerves before uh, – before a meet maybe goes over to can or something but uh you're not that kind of guy are you i mean that's no. you get nervous before um, I, I'm not I mean, calling anyone out I'm just 
everyone everyone that wrestles they they get a little nerves like um that's just that's human nature when you're going to compete um in anything really um and so yeah of course i get a little nerves but no i've never never went and puked somewhere um yeah or anything anything crazy um but once i step on that mat and once that whistle blows like them nerves really they do go away and so yeah, I do a pretty good job of that. But but those ner- nerves are probably more anxiety, like just wanting to get going, right? I mean, um, yeah, I would think so. Um, yeah. I I don't really know. I try not to think about that too much. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to make no, it no, 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 you're in good. The future either. Um, you just you kind of just talk yourself talk yourself out of it a little bit, right? Just yeah. focus on what you can control, and uh, I just try and tell myself effort, effort. Like if I go out and I wrestle hard for for seven minutes, I, I can contend with any kid in the country. And so, um, that, that's the exciting part for me is cause I know I can. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just got to focus on my effort throughout the match. So the last thing I'm going to talk to you about here, I'm going to make you be a salesman here for a minute. Can you sell houses yet? Or do you just build them? Um, I, not a salesman yet, but I can try. <laughs> Uh, why don't you go ahead and I know that the JWC, they have the golf outing every year, which yep. is in the fall. That's already passed, but the new one coming up is the JWC silent auction and raffle oh, February yeah. 24th. Why don't you go ahead and talk about what that means and try and talk some people into buying some tickets on the show here tonight. Yeah. Um, this event is, is awesome. Um, last year was my first year, part of it. And so, um, you can buy a raffle ticket. I think it's like 250 bucks for a ticket and uh go into a pot and the winner gets gets 10 grand um and then we do an event with it so it's not just the raffle tickets and so the event is i think down at cubby i think it's at the nine bar um and it's free food for you and your um significant other or whoever you want to bring so you can get two people in with the ticket and free food free drinks um for i I think it might be a four hour event. And so um, it, it's honestly a pretty good deal. You you get to come in and, and uh, talk to our coaches, talk to all SDC wrestling, wrestling fans and um, us wrestlers will, will be in and out of there too. And so um, an awesome event. And I, if I was, if I was an SDC wrestling fan, I wouldn't want to miss out on, on this event. And so, yeah, get your tickets and put me down as your, uh, the reason you're buying the ticket <laughs> and that uh and that fundraiser is a big way of helping fund like, yes. your trips in the summer yes yeah so the jwc is the jackrabbit wrestling club and that's who is putting this fundraiser on and so all the summer wrestling that um i've done or kids in the past have done has all been funded by the jwc and so um, yeah, it, it helps us tremendously. Um, in this, this coming summer, um, kids that will be competing, they'll go to Vegas, they'll go to Ohio. Um, if someone makes a world team, they'll go overseas and compete at the world championships. And so it's, yeah, it, it helps us, um, get better at, um, both styles and, uh, helps our team. So since we're making you be a salesman, and there is the the small chance that some stud from Winona 
Minnesota or somewhere is out there listening to this, sell sell that guy on on why he should come to SDSU. And um, well, I mean, the first thing that's easy to sell is our facility. Um, really, all you got to do is walk into it to sell it. Um, th- this place is amazing from that aspect. Um, you have everything you need in a facility. Um, second, this is the most important thing to me. Um, would be our coaching staff. Um, yeah, Damian Hahn, he's, I mean, he, he, he's one of the best dudes that I know. Um, Cam Simez, awesome guy. He wrestles multiple times a day. Um, you got Cody Caldwell. He, he's on top of everything. He's keeping, keeping us organized. Um, he's wrestling with his guys that, that he trains. Um, and then you got my brother Brady, who um, he's incorporating so many so many things into um, what we do here that he's learned over over his career. And uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that th- those two things are a big big portion of of why I chose here and why someone else should choose here. And lastly, the culture of our team. Um, I mean, the, the guys that we have, they, it's, it's kind of hard to explain when you're, when you're on the team. Um, but everyone gets along with each other. Everyone wants each other to win, uh, wants each other to get better. And it's just a a fun group to be around. And so, yeah, that, those, those are the three things that, um, I would say would be the reason to choose SDSU. I'll piggyback off his little sales point there too. For anybody that's, a kid that's thinking about it or you got a coach that wants to do it once again you go online you fill out the form and it's free admission for the high school and club teams at all of our home duels this year so get on that and come watch some big 12 wrestling right and i think with that we'll wrap it up uh thank you so much for your your time bennett uh really appreciated talking and getting to know you better that was great hopefully you can hold on for just a couple seconds after here but why don't we get out of here with a get jacked on three? Y'all ready? Three, two, one. Get, get jacked. jacked.